This is Jeff Cross and welcome to the June 14, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Today is Flag Day. If you see an, an American flag, maybe pause for a moment and think about your country. As I have some international listeners, I don't want to make this totally U.S.-centric, even though June 14th is Flag Day in the U.S. Look at your country and appreciate your country. And maybe think about ways we can make improvements because a flag is a symbol of our country, of us, not a symbol of perfection. I have a friend who will be returning today from a trip to Europe, a great vacation to a great country. All went well. Still, I wonder if when he or she hits American soil, if there won't be a small feeling of appreciation. It often happens to me. Quick hitters. The average presidential approval rating for President Biden is at a negative, net negative 15.7. That is large and nearing the point where other Democrats will start avoiding him. Inflation was at 8.6% in May as measured by the CPI. Inflation is lingering rather than receding. I'm reading more articles that despite sanctions, Russia may have record earnings from fossil fuels due to the higher prices. On this next one, I'm not going to try to crack a joke on this, though a few puns pop into my head. Due to supply chain issues, there is a tampon shortage. Some supply chain issues may be related to the Ukraine war. Reports are that testimony at the January 6th hearing show that many, including the Attorney General Bill Barr, told Trump the election was not stolen. Trump had a conclusion in search of evidence. That is a bad way to approach issues. The stock market was down yesterday and the S&P 500 is now down 20% from January. Moving on. I like reading Jonathan Turley and do again in the linked article when he talks about the January 6th committee. Also, Andrew McCarthy has an essay on the same subject, which is that, is that the ham-handed way the January 6th committee was created undermines its legitimacy. Not allowing the minority leader to pick the minority members torpedoed the committee from the start. Now, it's a show trial. On January 6th, my thinking is, one, Trump did bad to go to the bitter end claiming the election was stolen when it was not. Note, I still feel there was some crap, but not enough to mean Biden won. Two, I don't think Trump was behind the January 6th riot, though the rioters used his words as encouragement. Three, Andrew McCarthy argues that Trump's actions, or lack thereof, during the riot constitute dereliction of duty and was impeachable. I'm not sure of that, and I think Mr. McCarthy says he believes a case could be made for that, but Congress did not try to make the case. In reading Mr. Turley's essay, my thinking is that Pelosi gave Trump a gift in the way she formed the January 6th committee. A true committee with legitimate minority members would be a better examination of the evidence as real cross-examination would happen and other views would be considered and maybe rejected. Never in the history of the House has a Speaker of the House dictated who the minority can have on the committee. When Pelosi booted two members, including Jim Jordan of Ohio, she destroyed the legitimacy of the committee. Some may complain about Jim Jordan, and Pelosi certainly did. He makes me a little queasy. But you can't get all high and mighty about the quality of the members selected by the minority leader when the majority leader picked Adam Schiff to be on the committee. I say Pelosi did Trump a favor because when the committee was constituted, you knew the result. 
Trump did it. Trump sucks. Trump should be prosecuted. And maybe all three are right. Who knows? Certainly not based on the output of a biased committee. It would be like having me be the judge for which dog is the best in the world. I might do a lot of investigation and consider a lot of dogs, but those who know me know which dog is going to win. As I wrote the previews on Trump, I did some reflecting on my own views on Trump and maybe in general. Often I will think about public figures that no way they could be that bad. They must have a reason for thinking the way they do. They just can't make something up. With Trump, I figured there was some possible basis for his claims. Note the word possible in that sentence. And given that there often are a bit of shenanigans in elections, one can probably find tidbits to support your narrative. But when Bill Barr tells you that you have nothing, it is time to pack up your toys and go home. Trump abused the country with the way he handled the situation. I've said in a rematch between Trump and Biden or Trump and Clinton, I would still vote for Trump. Now I'm not sure, but God help us if one of the other two won in 2024. This weekend, Peggy Noonan has a great Wall Street Journal editorial, most of her editorials are great, going after both sides in the gun control issue. I think she makes a good point about 18-year-olds buying guns. I am inclined towards the argument that it doesn't seem fair that 18-year-olds can go to war, vote, and decide what body parts to cut off, but would be lesser citizens when it comes to buying guns. She basically said maybe it's hypocrisy. Deal with it. It dawned on me that part of being an adult is dealing with hypocrisy. Everything can't be fair or even. Kind of like two guys playing golf, which I soon will do as I rush to get this episode finished. One golfer has a perfect shot, but the ball hits the pin and bounces off the green. The other has a bad shot, but the ball hits a sprinkler head, rock, or cart path and bounces on the green. The results are not fair. Deal with it. I've wanted to toss this story in for a while, but have waited because it did not fit. Today, I will just shove it in. In our extended family, there is one person who everyone likes. Probably more than one person, but I am thinking of one person in particular. I went to that person once and said, I have a problem with you. The reply was epic. Quote, oh, let's talk about it. End quote. That response was a lesson, not just for you, but for me. In writing this, it causes me to think about my own behaviors. How much better if we responded, oh, let's talk about it, rather than, yeah, and let's go on the attack. You might ask, what was my problem that I wanted to discuss? My problem was if the person and I got sideways, got mad at each other, really serious stuff, absolutely no one would blame them. All would think it was me. Granted, I was trying to be funny, but there was truth to what I said. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.